fucking North Korea. <laughs> Turn to the side again. This kid got. <laughs> He's got a step. <laughs> Do you remember steps like when you was like fifteen? You used to have a step in your head. That probably is Wait, H. Hold on. H from steps. <laughs> and a step, you idiots. It is a step. <laughs> oh, he wears he wears jean shorts, listeners and viewers. He wears that is literally and got a step. And that, is the, that is the consequence of when they hold the mirror up at the back, just going, "Yeah, that's all right, mate. Thanks." Without oh, looking. Now you lot have messed up my mic, my uh, camera. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh dear. We're going into the depths and beyond. Right now, you put. See, this is what this is what happens when you try and mock me. It's a bad man It's like through tellers. Bad man. Pay for that. Can't pay for it. Um. Don't worry about it. All right. Just don't worry about it. Because listen, too there's much. too many. There's too many. There's too many people get triggered too easily here. If you want to get into a banner war, let's do it. But just remember, there's a lot of hurt feelings around here. Rick, Rick's new name, I've got him on my phone right now, Dom Jolly. Trigger oh, TV. You see what I mean? <laughs> Is this the consequence? I, I said last week, didn't I? I look like too many people. Like, literally. How That's what you look like. You're always triggered. Trigger TV, Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Fair play. <laughs> all the time. It's fair just play. it's too I easy. I listened to it back on all day. I was absolutely roaring. Well, it's nonsense, isn't it? It's nonsense. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm It's nonsense. With. Nonsense. What was nonsense? I missed it. What was that was a second year from obscurity. Year. It's just oh, nonsense. No, it's a little bit triggered now and all that. Uh, mate, this, if this is me triggered, fair Calm play, down, I don't Tom. know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're already? I feel like I can push my lady in a pond now. No, he gets pushed into a pond, doesn't he? That's why. I need a badge for pushing into a lake. <laughs> Cubs scout. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> what are you doing? You mad? <laughs> it was brilliant, wasn't it? His time it was. was brilliant. It was. Never watched it. <clears throat> oh, you, you missed, missed that trick there. Yeah, brilliant. Stop. Never Have you it. finished looking at yourself in the camera now? Because <laughs> yes. that puts me right off. That doesn't. Well, all right. <laughs> Welcome to Monday Club, everyone. The episode five. Uh, oh, we're going to announce the winner today, aren't we? I thought we already know the winner, don't we? The winner, the, the, the yeah, but I don't think it, it is the winner. It's it self-announced winner. Yeah, but the rules didn't state stipulate you couldn't make more than one. Vote. I feel like I just feel like the internet won. To be fair, the internet oh, is mate. the winner. Yeah, the industry is the winner, isn't it? Listen, there's there's no one else in this industry that is getting Joe Robinson measuring his head. Like, we done that. <laughs> we done that. No one else has done that. Like, oh, if you, gonna... Listen, I want letters after my name now because no one else is getting Joe Robinson measuring his head. No one in the world. Oh, you're all right. That was pretty big of us, admit. Yeah. Well, I've been talking of letters, Neil. You've got some letters today. Yeah, Congratulations. I've been the first very much. On, on a live platform to congratulate. And you're proud of it, mate, which, as I've said, is the most important thing. Mate, honestly, I'm absolutely made up for it. It's, um... it's, 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 listen, I'm proud of you, um, and I'm glad you're proud of it, because it actually don't mean anything, as we know. So, as no, long as you're proud no, of it. No, that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> that's what you said, Rick. No. I said it's got to mean something to you, and it didn't to me anymore. It was exactly what I said. <laughs> okay, um, speaking Tom. of which, you knew your camera's the wrong way around, so let's flick that around in the first two minutes. Oh, of this video. it's right on the um, on my screen. So if yeah. I put that button there. Boom! Bosh. Wow, Jim Shark. See now, that's now it's wrong on my lie. screen, so I have to remember that for next time. <laughs> there. <clears throat> I'm the same. I think I'm wrong on my screen, but it's right in the other. Uh, on the record. <clears throat> I wanted to um, pick up on something we done last year, uh, last week, because I was listening to it back earlier. And we obviously covered this. Do you remember the CO um, interlinked issue that we covered last week? And we didn't really. Can, can I just interrupt here for a second? 
I'm just looking through at like the the guesses of Neil's head last week and that, and then some <laughs> some someone's put fat onion insult of the day. Yeah, <laughs> what? I don't remember anyone saying it, but I, I, it's got to be I something do. Sam said. Sam, oh, Sam, Sam you said, said it. You, you said, said it. Right. Me as a fat onion. Well, no, you said it. No, Mike. no. Uh, Rick said it. Rick Rick described uh, Sam as an onion, and his definition of why he described it as an onion is because. It tastes a little bit less shit on the inside. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even remember. And then that. Sam just went, "Yeah, I'm a fat onion." Because Sam was about three quarters of a bottle of whiskey <laughs> down by this point. Literally, that's, that's that's the thing. You know, we talk and we talk, and after shit that comes out. And <laughs> <laughs> um, no, go. but yeah, we spoke. So, what is that? All you, is that all you interrupted for? To talk yeah. about fat onion. Yeah, fat onion. Are we announcing the winner now? Should we get on straight well, on? Well, I'm, ju- I'm just going through everything to see what, see what, what the coup is. So, okay, yeah. so there's, there's, there's a referee decision here because uh, we've got the winner. Mm. Well, I think it's been No, I don't clever. think he is a winner. I think it's clever. I don't think you can't deny the man. No, I think yes. the rules are rules. There ain't no rules, rules saying you couldn't rules. vote for more than one. No, nope, nope. just said he can't put the same number twice. He found the well, back door and fact, he burst his way in. Yeah, yeah well, luck, luck <laughs> as all. You know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Given half an opportunity. Mark, how, how many tipples have you had tonight, my friend? Uh, none so far. Hold on, what, what, what did you just call that? What are you calling it? Tipple. A tipple? I thought it was a lick. Oh, well, I'm posh today. And plus, I'm doing, I'm sober. Uh, I'm going to be completely sober. No alcohol until uh, until November the 1st. While you're there, sorry, sorry, I've just got to get this. That, that, that sign behind you, the Area 51, what does that say? Look at that haircut. <laughs> For those listening, listening, uh, Sam has actually paid money for a haircut that looks like his uh, blind aunt's done, and it's got a step at the back. You remember those steps when he was like in in 1994? Other way, other way. Kim Jong Un. That is going to be as hell, isn't it? We have an undercut next time. Kim Jong Un. Yeah, Kim Jong Un. No, your camera's oh, all cloudy at... again. Oh, mate. <laughs> this is doing my head in. This is a very unprofessional podcast, bros. Well, well you turn up red like that. <laughs> what do you expect? Listen, we, we tried professional once. Professional didn't get Joe Robinson joining in. Measuring no, heads. Not. Measuring heads got Joe Robinson joining in. And uh, just... by the way, but if you don't know Joe Robinson, Joe Robinson Trading, YouTube, go check it out. Go give him a mention. That's two videos on the spin now. He's giving us a mention. Oh, we've given him a mention. So, Joe, we want some payback. Yeah. yeah, mate. In the terms of about, what's it, about £10,000 now, we're charging it for yeah, a mention. Right. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. But some will have you believe. Can I, um, can, can we just get on to doing proper podcasting? Because all this messing about at the beginning, I'm sure this is not what the industry hey, This is it. Us. I don't know what you, this is it. What are you <laughs> expecting? He's got the this answers is... about his hair this time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, if, look, look, if you all want a banter war. You know, look, it's, that's it. Listen, if you want to ban... Listen, you <laughs> can't <laughs> handle it for a start, Rick. Rick can't handle it. Mark can't handle it because he, he's half-cut. And Neil, there's just too many things to destroy about Neil. I've just got like a, ban- a bulletproof vest on. It's like, like Batfink. My wings are steel. Oh, mate, you're so dumb. Let's talk about Let's talk about the alarm. The... See ya. CO alarms. So what was, what, so what, if I recall, the votes were Ricky would not interlink them. And I would. Us three said we would. Is that correct? Yeah. So to try and sew up that. Um, but based, just, just, just to get through, this was based purely on 
<clears throat> engineering judgment. There was, yeah, there was, was, we didn't really look at any regs or anything like that. Did we? No, we no, didn't no, have a clue between ourselves. us. And yeah. we, we made that clear last week that we listened. We're outside our comfort zone here. But yeah. I thought, as I listened to it, I thought, you know what? I should find, try and find that out and come back to it. So, um, BS5839 Part 6, which is what we were discussing, fire alarm standard for domestic dwellings. And, and as I understand, sorry, is open now for discussion. There's a new one coming out soon. Which is surprising because it's actually one dated 2019. <laughs> oh, well, maybe, maybe I've been given yeah, false information. Maybe, maybe, part, maybe part one, I don't know. I've not checked into that, but that was information fed to me. Sorry. Continue. So 13.2, <clears throat> section B says this. The fire alarm warning should be clearly distinguishable from the sound produced by any other alarm system in the premises. Example, intruder alarm, carbon monoxide warning system, all fire alarm sounders, blah, blah, blah. So basically... <clears throat> You can incident them, I understand, from that. But the sound that the carbon monoxide, if it's a carbon monoxide warning that's going off, it must sound all the detectors of a different tone. I'm not sure. I imagine it's been covered by the manufacturers, but I'm not skilled enough to even know if that's a thing or not. The, the trouble is, I think we touched on this last week, there's no way, you, you don't hear them often enough to, to <clears throat> train your brain to know the difference. But isn't it's it telling you. Isn't it like... Like a thing that, remember when fire alarms were like being installed by the fire brigade for, uh, there was an advert back in the day. For free, you could, wasn't it? You could phone up and, and, and get your uh, fire alarm fitted for free by the local fire, fire that, that's, brigade. That's still a thing. That's still free. That's still a thing. It is and in my was, area there at least. Adverts, there was adverts on TV about it. And it was always like, check your smoke alarm once a week or something. Who don't do that? Who don't Everyone. do what? But... Isn't it like a thing you should be doing? At least like checking your smoke alarm and that. And wouldn't you wouldn't you sort of if you did that, even if you did it once a year, you'd know what one sounds what. No, you wouldn't remember when they went off. No, I don't disagree. I don't think you would. And I'm pretty sure out of out of muscle memory from testing alarms, if you if you interlink CO and smoke alarms or optical alarms, ICO, they don't all change the sound. The fire alarms sound different to the CO alarm. But when they're sounding together, the fire alarm's fire alarm, not the optical alarm's optical alarm, the CR alarm's a CR alarm. They make a different noise separately, but interlinked, they don't all change the tone. Muscle memory, though. That is muscle oh, memory. Yeah. So. so, yeah, I suppose, again, we're, not, we're going down a road that we don't really know, but in terms of the regulations, that's what it says. The carbon monoxide must release a different sound to the fire alarm. Or what it says is the fire alarm should be a unique sound. So um, <clears throat> any other warning system should be something different. Listen, this is boring. What? Who wants to hear about my week? <laughs> no, hold on. Hold on. I, I want a conclusion of this. I want a conclusion. So based on all the information we have now, what are you doing going forward installing? And what do you think you should be doing? And I'll tell you my answer, I think, based on all the information I now have, CO alarms should be linked together and should be, as the manufacturer says, in every room that is habitable for long periods of time or words to that effect. So that covers the CO escaping into a different room. Mark, you said you could have an alarm going off, going off, going off. If you went to Lincoln, one upstairs, one downstairs, maybe one in the living room, one outside the boiler, that covers that area and then link the optical alarms. That's what I would be recommending now based on information we have at the moment. Anyone? I, wouldn't fall, I wouldn't fall out with that. I think that's, that's a sensible solution. Certainly um, in rented properties, whether you can persuade people to stick that in homes they're living in is another matter. And that's but where in, some of the combined sensors maybe come in. Mm -hmm. But then you have the issue again with, do they all sound different? I know with the Nest ones, they do. 
because that's why I've got in my house. I'm not, com- I'm not familiar with all manufacturers. I think if you was a homeowner, you'd probably be recommending the Nest stuff, wouldn't you? From what I've heard, that is by far like, leaps and bounds above everything. If it tells you which alarm's going off, sends to you. Why would you go for anything else? In terms of social housing, obviously, that would not be an option. Yeah, the cost is an issue. And also, Mark alluded to earlier privately that um, I think there's an issue with if they actually do standalone heat detectors. I don't think they do. So fit them in kitchens could be an issue. Or What, what do you mean, sorry? If you was going to install heat detectors in a kitchen, yep. Nest don't do one. Oh, Nest don't. Ico do. You, you get combined CO and heat. Mm. Um, yeah, definitely. But anyway. this one's still a bit of a grey area. They do claim to have heat detection, but I don't think it complies with British standards. Ooh, so if you read into yeah. their manufacturing information, they do monitor for heat, but I don't think it's been tested to our standards. Interesting. My, hmm. Hmm. Oh, so, not yeah, Sam. No, Sam, Sam's Sam almost finished. Sam. He's off to sleep. Oh, what do you think, Sam? What, what would you do now, based on the information um, you I, have? I would do whatever Mark says. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try. I'll, I would do... Um, I would just do whatever I'd done. It, I would personally want the whole alarm to sound. I would feel more comfortable knowing that all the sounders sounded in the event of a of any warning. So as long as the manufacturer could guarantee that if it was a monoxide detection, it sounded different from the main fire alarm, I would be happy with that. Do you know what I think? If it's a fire, you get out of the house. If there's carbon monoxide or whatever it is leaking out in the house, get out of the house. So I'd link it. Is it is it actually just not? We, we, we're probably overthinking it. I'm, I'm going to re- yeah. simplify it and say, should a CO alarm just say CO alarm warning rather than any Get sort of anything? Yeah, sit yeah. CO alarm. <clears throat> I just warning. think if an alarm, alarm goes off warning. in my house, it's if an alarm idea. goes off in my house, but it doesn't help people that uh, can't understand English. That's the problem. Um, you, you could have it in ten different languages. Listen, I don't I'll know. Solve this problem. If an alarm goes off in your house, get out. Simple. Sit. Well, but but then do you call the gas man or the fire brigade when you're outside? Call the fire brigade, they come out and they tell you to tell, tell you SWAT. They won't even yeah, mind you. Fair. They'll be like, get out. Yeah. yeah. Carbon monoxide failure. Yeah. That is absolute out. logic. That is absolute logic. You're right. If Brains. it goes off, get out. Brains. So, Sam, how has your week been? <laughs> About bloody time. Um, <laughs> right. So. You got a haircut. Got a haircut. <laughs> haircut. All right, me. Um, so, um, it's been an interesting week for me because, um, obviously I've had a few personal things happen. Um, I'm not going to go into, but a few personal issues and I've had to sort of slow down my life and just concentrate on, on me and my family and just slow down everything. So I've, um, I've stopped taking on my work and I went back on to be a point and shoot spark just because it's what I need at the moment. And so I've done that. Um, and the first time in about a year, maybe a bit more, that I've been exposed to the agencies again. And let me tell you, it's not a fun ride. So last week, um, I contacted one agency and they answered the phone. Yeah? <laughs> yeah? I was like... Must have made your number saved. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Samuel, have I got the wrong number here? I was like, is that is that so and so agency? And they're like, yes, mate. How can I help? I was like, you can't help. I put the phone down. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? a job. <laughs> yeah, whatever job you've got, I don't want it. 
Um, and then so yeah, it's just it's just the the landscape's changed a bit. I think they've got like I don't think they're getting much work in in terms of agency. I think everyone's sort of watching their overheads and having to do the work themselves rather than employ an agency. Um, and then I got promised a job that fell through, and the guy was lying about why it fell through. And then he said, "Oh yeah, yeah, phone me tomorrow." So I phoned him again the next day, and the lies changed. And I was like, you can't even remember what you said yesterday. Why am I even talking to you? It's just madness. And in the end, I've got Are a job. Are there no agencies that you're, uh, or no. agencies you've had dealings with before? Agencies I've had dealings with before, um, not all of them, but they do have a higher turnover rate of, of like staff. Like you're always getting a new person come in. They've been doing it for six months. And they're like, yeah, well, that's what the industry pays, mate. And you're like, oh, how do you know? Like, yeah, recruitment is like <laughs> it is literally ninety percent of people in recruitment are just proper. Like, I'm surprised you was never a recruiter, Sam. To be to be honest, it's it, because it's the hustle, isn't it? It's like, yeah, all right, Jack, all right, lad, yeah, what, yeah, twenty five now, mate. Yeah, well, that's what industry pays, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's always it's like right. a fucking estate agents. When when have I ever gone? Rah, 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 rah. Mark rubbing yeah, well, his beard again. That's, that's, that, that's all I ever hear, mate. Beard. You know what I mean? Though it's it's that proper. Fucking it, 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 it is, it's, a, it's one big hustle. The whole thing's a big hustle. It's, it's like double glazing salesman of 10 years ago. Isn't it? Have you ever seen that series, White Gold? Yeah, it's brilliant. It's all set in my town, isn't it? It's Sam, <laughs> have you ever sold double glazing, Sam? <laughs> what? Do you know what? Sam, I so it's a yes-no answer, Sam. Wait, he yes, it sold <laughs> ice cream Eskimos, mate. Yes, it did. <laughs> but listen, I'm good at it. Sounds, so, it's just like double glazing salesman. No, so it's been it's been a crazy week. I finally got a job, um, started there today, and it's not a bad little job. Pays absolute. It's it's actually embarrassing how much it pays. It's terrible. But I live in a different part of the country <laughs> <That much>? now. <laughs> you get paid that much now. It's embarrassing. You're embarrassed. You can't even tell no, us you want that much money. The other way, money. my friends. The other no, way. It's the trouble with saying that is people are going to jump all over it. You're you're ruining the industry. That's it. You're killing the industry by taking such a low wage. Well, let's think of it like this. This is a this is a fun thing, right? So it's all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tell the, the rate. Um and there's personal reasons why I'm taking it as well. We're not gonna go into them. But it's literally 19 minutes door to door. Um I'm in a new part of the country, Canterbury. Um, and it's just I wouldn't just, say the rate. I I wouldn't say the rate. Just just for the sake of you do get idiots and no, we've had it from doing that. a union. I don't care about that. Let them say whatever they want. So I took the job. I took it for personal reasons. I took it because I value my time. Um, and so it's £150 a day. Eight Mate, you're four. killing the industry. You, you are the ex- you, you, you are, you are the killing the industry. You're, you're, in the making, the bottom you are. you're the biggest problem, mate. You're the biggest problem in this industry. So if it weren't for you, this industry would be good. There you yes, go. I've got all the comments out of the way. It's pointless mentioning anymore. That's it. <clears> so I've saved much. everyone a lot of time. Thank you very much. Um, so from Canterbury to say Victoria is £29 a day. So at the moment, it costs me maybe £2 a day to travel there and back. So I'm already saving 30 quid a day, right? So that takes it up to £180. Now, to, let's talk about, I don't know, a bit of lunch. I take packed lunch or my wife comes and meets me for lunch. So it doesn't really matter. But Really and truly, you're spending about £10 a day on nonsense if you're travelling into London because you're, doing, because you're, you're going to be travelling in for 10 hours. So, so you're, going to be, you're going to be working an 11-hour day, getting paid 10. 
you're going to be traveling an hour and a half there and an hour and a half back. And so say you're getting 200 quid in London, you're spending 30 quid on the travel for 20 quid. I'd rather not, I'd rather not travel for two, uh, for three hours a day. Do you want to know how much I earn a day? Go on. I've just, I've just worked it out. Go on. 123 pound. Is that off the tax? No, before. That's before. That's my that's my salary is thirty two thousand. Uh, obviously, us we've we've all the benefits of being so I get twenty three days a year holiday and all you know van mm. all that stuff. So for the if, extra for the extra thirty quid because obviously one hundred and fifty days before tax. Yeah, it is absolutely disgusting. What what they think you should be? It's ridiculous. You should be on. We we've had this discussion a lot of times, haven't we? Yeah. Especially me and Neil went back and forward on LinkedIn, didn't we? On this, like, yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. I don't begrudge talking, it. Really. But I don't begrudge it. I will tell you why. Because if I want to go and earn two hundred quid a day, I've got to go and put the work in. It's the point. Go and enough. find it. Yeah, it should be I'm, like two fifty, three hundred a day. Yeah, I was yeah. earning that. I was earning that a couple of weeks ago doing my own work. But this is where we talk Easily. about the day rate or the hourly rate. I mean. How many? Yours, is it right? Eight hours a day, or is it seven? I'm doing hours? eight hours a day. Is that with your lunch or yeah, that's lunch? With lunch? So oh. eight hours a day. Um, how many eight-hour day jobs? Two hundred pound a day going in London. Eight um, hours a day. Not many. I, I've been very lucky for the last couple of months. Well, the last couple of years, I've had quite a lot. Mm. I've been earning all right doing it that way. I took this job because the value to me of having um, a bit of uh, a bit of a routine. That's 20 minutes from my house. I'm home. I'm home by 20 past four. We're in the car traveling at four o'clock. I'm mm. home by 20 past four. I, I'm cycling down the beach to, uh, you know, trying to get fit. Fucking trying yep. a million times. But you, do you know what I mean? Like it, it works for me right now. Mm. Uh, am I going to do this for the rest of my life? No. But like I say, agency work is the best plan B you can do don't make a career out of it don't rely on it build your own destiny but if you need to fall back for a minute or two and just have some some a little bit of stability a little bit of a routine then agency works fine the thing is what did you we had a conversation the other day dear we what did you say what did you say you was considering you're seriously considering ringing up your the local firms are doing the council work and going back on the books because because you've actually seen for me, from the nine months, it's not the best wage, but my, I'm a different person now. I'm, You're a lot I'm a completely You're a lot different person now. Completely different. Um, but, but for me, for me, I like you're so much happier in what you're doing. But for me, I I really, you know, you know what I'm like, Rick. I like to push the thing. I like to mm. push boundaries and stuff like that. Mm. And what I need to do is just take my foot off the gas and just do the agency one. But what's interesting about the agency work is. Like I haven't, I haven't had to turn up to a job for ages. So I've got sorted out my bag. And when you sort out your bag, you really you want to turn up with not the least amount of tools, but the least amount of tools to do any job that day. Yeah. Because you don't know what you're walking into. Day one, absolutely. Day one, you don't know what you're walking into. Nine times out of ten, the agency will tell you completely wrong. They'll tell you the wrong time to turn up. They'll tell you the wrong address. Uh, and they tell you, oh, yeah, it's all second fixing, mate. You turn up and you're like, yeah, you've got an intake room to do. Do you know what I mean? It's it's just... I always, I always used to... Obviously, agencies are funny anyway, so it's very hard to get the contact number of the site manager. 
which oh. they don't want to give that out in case no. you go to them direct. Yeah. But once once I've accepted the job, I always take that number. I always call the site manager. He's like, I, I remember going on a job once. I, I spoke about this on the podcast before. It was at a um, it was at the New Times building. Um, I can't remember where that was now. But anyway, it was like, no, it weren't. I'm lying to you. It was the bank, Goldman Sachs Bank, three hundred and fifty million pound project. Right. So I called up. Spoke to the guy, said, what are we doing? He said, mate, you need, I don't know what boots they were. It was class foot boots or whatever they were. I can't remember exactly. But he said, if you ain't got them, mate, they wonder you're on site. So you went and done the induction. Everyone had to take their boots off and show the geezer the tongue in your boot so you could make sure it had to have the base protection. Someone had trod on a screw and sued them. So it had to have that plate running across the base of your boot. I had to go out and buy boots for that job. If I if I turned up in the boots that I had, I would have got chucked off. Half the people that got inducted got chucked off that job. Fucking agency never told me that. So then what happens? You went up the agency. Why didn't you tell me? Well, you're not getting paid for that day. It's a load of bollocks. So it's always worth winning that yeah. So what I like to do is spread spread, spread the bet, if you like. Mm. So I'll get my tools have... So I tend to take an SDS, a combi drill, and a laser in, in, in the middle of my tools, and then hand tools to, do, to pretty much do anything required. So um, continuity tester... Your standard hand tools for second fixing and your standard hand tools for first fixing. And that's what I take on the first day. Now, tomorrow I've got, like, and I'll get grief for that because National Blue Book Agreement says that you shouldn't, you shouldn't have to provide plant and taking a SDS drill is providing plant and you're just cheapening the industry and you should be charging for it. I don't, I don't believe that. I think we're mercenaries and you get paid to turn up to do a job. Do you, like, do you remember that? Um, <laughs> do you remember that picture I took? It was right before Christmas, yes. probably two Christmases ago. One of the greatest pictures of all time. Oh, uh, and it was a LinkedIn post, I think. Proper depressing LinkedIn post. I actually made a little meme for me, like "Twas the cold before Christmas." <laughs> you know? Is it what I, I mean? was? I was. Yeah, listen, I'll find it. I'll dig it out for you. It was quite funny, but it's me. Someone else took the picture. Someone I was working with, and it's just me sitting there, and I'm just like, "Fuck," like you know, because we we all just got laid off about two weeks before Christmas, second time it's happened to me since I've been self-employed. And I was just like, what the fuck? And it's, you know, and it's always the way, what the fuck am I going to do were now? And you were sitting on like two... I was um, sitting on two toolboxes. Two, two boxes. So I had my SDS drill and my combi and impact and all I got was ridicule. Why are you taking so many fucking tools to site? Are you some sort of cunt? So what? And this, this was, this was, this was the world we was in when we done the union. These are the people that used to get on us. Why are you taking so many tools? You shouldn't take tools to site. Tools should be provided. No, you're self-employed, mate. No, 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 no. You shouldn't, you shouldn't take drills. They should provide you drills. They should this do the this. Problem. It was they're, mental. They're trying, they're trying to just... They, 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 if they think they're, they're employed, they're not employed. Mm. And, and this is what people don't realise. They're not employed. I'm, you shouldn't even be in that situation anyway because most of these people, it's all shady, uh, whether it's even lawful to be employed this way, you know, with the IR35, which has been in for a long time. You know, and they're sitting there saying, this is what should be happening. Well, no, you shouldn't even be working like this in the first place. Mm. Shouldn't even be working like this in the first place. As yeah. an employer, you're quite, and Mark, both of you this question. As an employer, I know you're not big fans of agency workers anyway, because no one is really, because you tend to, the, the, the good ones tend to get snapped up and, and the bad ones tend to be bumping around the circuit for a while. Um, but your, what is your perception what do you require from an agency worker when they turn up to work for you? What are you looking for? 
Yeah, it's interesting listening to you guys, actually, because I know very little about the agency sector. I've never really had a lot to do with it. Never worked in that kind of environment myself, not recruiting anybody from there. And if I was ever employing anybody, I would make sure I had all the equipment for them, all the materials for them. I would just be expecting them to turn up and provide labour, I suppose. But that's just, just me thinking about it now. It's really interesting listening to your two stories and experiences and why people would salute you for doing something that's best for your circumstances is ridiculous, to be fair. You're the only person who can make the decision of what's best for you. And if you want to work for one quid a day or a thousand quid a day, it's no one else's business. The capitalist market we all work in will dictate what that is. And you know, it's up to all of us as grown-ups to make those decisions. Where it does fall down, I think, is that there's too many agencies who are in control of large contracts. There's not enough actual employed labour and decent jobs that people would want to take. It's too, too much of a short-term thinking from main contractors and employers. I agree. Neil, what's your thoughts on... on, so on I, I used agency uh, recently for the first time and the experience was quite pleasant in terms of the people I was dealing with um, in the office, so to speak. They were very polite. Um, but the rates they wanted to charge were extortionate, in my opinion. Um, what, what, what was they? They were sub £35 an hour. Um, <clears throat> which I think is, is extortionate. Um, it depends how much is going kicking back to the electrician, I think. If they're taking £35 and paying £20. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I just thought it was, it was, it was a, a rate that couldn't be achieved from, from most, I would say most electrical contractors wouldn't be able to cover that and make a profit. Um, and fundamentally, when you use agency, it's because of probably bad of a bad, um, bad business model, or bad planning, because you're taking on a job you can't you can't you can't um, source directly. But I, when I had people turn up, I thought they almost uniquely turned up with nothing, uh, and I mean nothing, uh, barely even PPE. Um, and when you say PPE, boots, railway PPE, so boots, oranges, four oranges, glasses, gloves, and hats. That's and the minimum you required. And do you expect the agency worker to turn up with that PPE? Yes. I would expect them to turn up with that. I'll be happy to provide it. But if I'm going to a, a labour supply agency, I expect that labour supply agency to make sure they're kitted out their guys ready for the now, jobs they're advertising for. This is a fin on a railway though, isn't it? Because you have to have company branded where? No. no. Uh, well, when I was on HS2... On that, I thought it was a network rail thing, personally. No, it's a Skanska thing. That might be, but everyone had to have a company name on so they could identify people. So the agency had to provide you all your PPE, and it had to have it was Randstad on that contract. Well, when it comes down to law, it depends. Your, your employer should be providing all your PPE free, free of charge, which now, is what an agency is, is. The agency is an employer, so regardless yeah. of what contract they on. They should be making sure their guys are. Um, they should be making sure their guys are kitted out for the task, and it shouldn't cost the ancient guys a thing. No. <clears throat> so for me, I made a decision a while ago. Regardless, of, before before <clears throat> when I was doing agency stuff, uh, doing agency work, um, on a job like this, the the rate being so low. I would have used it as a phone box. That's a common term. So you turn up, you're on your phone all day, you're getting paid to make phone calls to find another job. 
This is a no, common term is... for Sam, isn't it? This isn't a common. This is a Sam common term. But it's interesting. Yeah, no, no, that is. I'm going to use this job as a phone box, mate. And that is that is a common agency term. Now, one of the things I made a conscious decision. If I'm going to take this job, I'm going to take this job, and I'm going to go and do the best I can at it. Otherwise, I'm not going. If I'm going to go there with the wrong attitude, I'm just not doing it. Because actually, when you turn up to one of these jobs with that bad attitude, it starts rolling over into your life. And it's almost like, I've spoken about this before, it's soulless. So if you turn up soulless about the job, everyone starts treating you in a bad way. Everything about the job becomes bad. That starts leaking over into your life. And then all of a sudden... You're, you're like walking around depressed because you've got this job that's not paying you enough and you're all hard done by and stuff like that. Whereas I, I thought I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take, I'm going to take these type of jobs the same way as I'd attack a 300 quid a day job. So I'm just going to go in there. I'm going to provide the tools I need to get the job done. I don't care even if they do provide the drills. I'm taking mine. I'm taking my laser. Oh, you shouldn't have to provide a laser. I don't have to provide it but I'm taking it because it's going to make my life easier. I'm going to do the best job I can and then see what, see what, see what brings. Do you know what I mean? I think, that, I think that's healthy. Cause I'll tell you what, the sort of person and I don't care what trade they're in that would describe a paying job as a phone box. I could not want further away from my business. You are, they, them sort of people are that's just, look, that's triggered him. No, but I just, no, I'm, just telling, I'm just being, trying to be honest that I can't think of a worse way to run a business and have people like that wearing my branded PPE or shirts. I was like, no, nah, I don't want you anywhere near. I would pay for you to go away. I've got nothing to do with you. Honestly, I just think it's an awful, awful attitude for something you've got to do 50 hours a week. Who wants to be, who wants to be like that 50 hours a week? Exactly. Exactly. That mentality for 50 hours a week really does start seeping over because then it, it seeps over into the travel there so that morning you wake up with the ump you're traveling to work with the ump you get to work everyone's an arsehole that geezer's that geezer's this and that geezer's that and then you start getting to these little bitching fests and then everyone's coating everyone off and then the honest thing is these people are never gonna be happy they'll always be there'll always be something to push back against yes ah this is a phone box you don't buy drills oh this is a phone box oh we only get paid half hour or whatever it is there'll be something for them to moan because it's just in their makeup there is a massive mum. reason. There's a massive reason when, if you ever go onto a site, union rep nine times out of ten would be something to do with health and safety as well. But that's all they do. They man about health and safety, so they get paid for doing no work. I'm not doing that, mate. No, that's nah, that's dangerous. I'm not doing it. And and in the end, they just go, we can't get rid of them. Union bloke can't get rid of him. So we'll just oh, he'll be health and safety rep, and we'll just keep him on going around. That's crap. That's crap. That's crap. That's crap. Do you know what I mean? And it's you get Imagine. people like that. There's people on like the company I'm working with now, and it's just like everything. There's there's one particular guy that is always off sick. It's constantly off sick, and um, as we know, there's a, a QS thing came up, and um, no. Sorry, I'm going to stop. I can't talk about it. Can't talk about I'm, it. You know what? I'm talking <laughs> no. about it. I'm like, mm, actually, mm, not going no. there. But the Can point that. being, the point being, if you're always sick, don't moan when someone else gets offered a job. <laughs> and then oh, it was like, well, I'm going to go to the union then because it's, 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 it's um, you know, it's unfair. You, you're, you're treating me differently because I'm off sick. Mm. And that, those are the sort of people I hate it's to do score, with, with but, union score, stuff. What's the thing? Yeah. It's a score that you can mm. have about being sick. And I can't remember what it's called, but it's a scientific way you can. 
um, score people on their sickness and absence. And there's a, like a benchmark of 35. If you're below 35, that's your benchmark for actually sort of maybe taking on further disciplinary action, a lot of these people. So you know what? When, when me and Rick was doing the union and I was getting people paid and stuff like that, how many times did I, did I say to you, Rick, listen, this person's taking the piss and I've got to defend someone mm. who is an absolute rank piss taker. There's one guy every week he would turn up to a job, be an arsehole, get pumped off the job. The agency, like, the, the job wouldn't want to pay him because he ain't done nothing and all this sort of stuff, which is wrong. you still got to pay him. But he was using the agency to get, sorry, using the um, union and using my time to get paid for doing no work every week. Yeah, and when the, the end, trend continues, the trouble was, obviously, the argument always was, if the agencies keep employing him, they're not doing their job properly, are they? They're not doing well, their references properly. They don't care, do they? They've, they've stuck him on the job. So they just want widgets. Yeah. That, that uh, thing I was talking about is called the uh, Bradford score, by the way. It's called the Thank Bradford you. score. The Bradford score. I've heard of that, actually. Mm. But the point being now, so obviously, Mark and Neil, you're employing someone. Now, let's say you've got somebody in your company, um, that you've got a new a QS job open up, right? And you've got it between two people. Um one of them's got a sickness problem, one of them hasn't, both at the, exactly the same standard everywhere else, How would you? who would you go for? How would you distinguish it? Go on, Mark. I think yeah. I know where you're going to go. Yeah, it's a difficult one because you can't it's be nice. discriminating. But I no, would it's, it's completely easy. It's completely easy. I would I'd definitely looking... employ the person who's not sick all the time. That's okay. the truthful answer. No. Of course, you, you'd look at someone and say, oh, you'd look at someone who's more reliable. And then um, what happens? QS, that, in my opinion, is a safety critical role as much as it's a compliance role. And, but then um, what happens when that person then says, "What? I'm getting a union involved now because that's well, you not don't work, you don't work for me, so you've got no, you, you're not working for me." But no, oh. you are. It's what I'm saying. It's somebody in your company. Oh, internally. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, okay. Well, uh, you've got two people ah. within your company. You've got both. Oh, okay, okay. But Sorry, one of them's got is... a serious sickness issue. Right. Well, to be honest, with you, I've had this similar before, and I've, okay. I, will, I document the, um, I, I act on the sickness before that becomes a problem. So there'll be emails, there'll be written warnings, there'll be verbal warnings that be documented yep. and discussed with the person. And ultimately, if it carries on, they'll be gone. And I, I think a lot of it, with, with that sort of thing, once once unions are involved, and and once, rough. you know, well, it just becomes well. Listen, the reason I'm sick is because the work's too hard. And then that that, mode, that starts happening. You know what I mean? It's, it's work-related sickness. Well, that's why, yeah, that's why, that's why the, a, a responsible yeah. employer... And when I say things like they're gone, I'm talking about if they was openly uh, neglect, uh, taking the piss out of the system. If someone's genuinely sick, I want to work with them to make sure they get better because they're a valuable part of the team. And we don't really employ people for their qualifications. We employ them for how they get on with the team, first and mm. foremost. Everything mm. else Ooh. will be taught. So you're telling me... You're, you are employing non-qualified or the unskilled to do Sparks work. No. That is literally, yeah, that is the exact <laughs> sort of comment we would have had. Electrical workers, that's a trigger. You stop oh, calling them electrical workers. Oh, God, electrical workers. If you call them electrical workers, you're de-skilling. They're electricians. <laughs> mm. They're electricians they're or they're labourers. People forget. People forget you've got electricians and you've got electricians. And there's some electricians that I wouldn't let loose with a screwdriver. And there's some electricians than... that I would get down on both knees and go, I'm not worthy. It's just, it's just such a big industry now. You're right. I think we need to move away from this, actually, because this is going on and on and on. I think it's time to do our weekly oh, dash for a tool. And I haven't got a tool! 
this I've got this the week one today. This week involves me going to the van. I will say who is not running. Uh, I'll, I'll stay behind. But Sam stand behind to, to man the man the fault. I'm going to mute me, Mike. Three I've to got one. one right here. Go. Um, oh. Well, um, so whilst those ugly lot have gone off, who else thinks that Mark looks like he's having an allergic reaction to something today? He's very puffy. Um, yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna refer to him as allergic Mark from this point on. Um, other than that, what has, what else has been good this week? Um, I've started actually cycling, um, and every day this week I'm going to be cycling five miles. Um, I need to. I need to. I need to actually lose. Uh, I'm 19 stone, and my goal is to lose a stone by November the first. Just, and I, I'll still be 18 stone, so I'll still be a very fat bastard, but I will be um, less fat. So that is my plan. I'm also doing sober October as well, so that's quite. Um, that's going to be quite an achievement. Um, but I've already started it, so I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll look. What's he brought back? Last question. Go on. Do I have to do a serious one this week or can I have a laugh? Do a serious one. Because <sighs> so I'm doing a silly one. I can't use my uh, find out if your free pin, pun is, free pin plug is compliant card. I like that, eh? <laughs> Just found it on the shelf. But I'm going to get something as recommended by Samuel this week. Who's Samuel? There's no one here by the name Samuel. God, I'm literally out of breath. It's, it's a thing. Like, I need to. Well, you should start cycling like I do. <laughs> <laughs> start cycling today. <laughs> I need to do something, that's for sure. It shouldn't be that hard. I only run <laughs> 20 meters to the van and back. <laughs> I'm surprised you leave your tools in your van overnight, mate. Foolish. Mm, maybe. I've got some wine or training shots, mate. I'm about it. <laughs> Anyone would think that was pre-planned, weren't they? That, that <laughs> wasn't. I did tee you up there. I teed you up good. You did. You did. You did. Right, who's first? Mark. I know Mark's dying. He's been dying to do this all day. Oh, by the way, did anyone watch Mark uh, on the on Apprentice by the way on Instagram earlier? Following yes. everyone if you got it. <laughs> out of breath as well. <laughs> News out of breath. It's not just me. And he didn't even well, go no, outside. No, 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 no. No, I'm not out of breath. No, no, I'm not out of breath. But did anyone see where he said about he didn't want his shed to look like a um, like a girl's toy area? And can anyone see that in the background? Yeah, I can. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, I can't well. see it. It's too small. Hold on. Mark, I have no, hold to... Hold on, um, if, if you let Mark too, he goes bigger on my screen, I'll be able to see. Listen, this is a bit of sympathy for Mark. Look what I've got in mind. Maddie. That is unacceptable. Little girls take over everywhere, don't they? If she tells you you're a princess for the day and you're playing with babies, I'm afraid that's what you're doing. There it um, is, I see it. Could could your shed be any more northern? Like it does look like a northern shed, doesn't it? Because you've got a sewer alarm. Sewer alarm. Oh my goodness. It just looks like a northern. How does it look northern? It's like it's like from nineteen eighty, your shed. Like that desk was from nineteen eighty. It looks like it looks like an eighties sauna. So so just just to clarify, a a northern shed is something that looks like it's from the eighties. Some of them they're back in time, aren't they? Combination Street, isn't it? Yes. To be fair, I think there's two things that I've noticed about Mark's shed that I think we need to discuss. 
Firstly, that distribution board in the corner, is that necessarily the right thing to have next to a dartboard? Just saying. <laughs> I was thinking. That's a good uh, argument. Depends how good you are at that. Was, um, it looked like it was a, a, a metal clad board, and I Nuts. think the, the, the risk assessment has been done on that. What, what's, what's darts? Do you mean uh, darts? You yes, realize what you do to him every, every week. You stop him talking. So every time he opens his mouth, you take the piss out of him. Or with a haircut like that, frankly, I think you're taking the piss. Listen, you can't talk about you, haircut. Thank you. Listen, listen. I found your dad. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Kubla Khan from the Netflix series. <laughs> Just don't, don't even go there. I've got mute. I've got mute. <laughs> The, the, the worrying thing as well, and it is worrying. It actually could be. I don't know me, Dad. So literally anyone, any, any anyone could be. I've, I've got. Can you send that to me, please, Sam? Because I've had that so it scratch, flashes up on my screen when Rick calls. I've got. Have you got his phone I've sent it. I've sent it in. I've sent it into the thing. I've sent oh, it in. Listen, I'm having that for and his name. New name's Dom Jolly. Listen, I'll call you Sir on my phone, Sir Neil Bridgman, and I've got some. Sam, what do you call me? Bridge fuck. Bridge fuck. He's actually saved it. He saved it in my in my phone as bridge fuck. <laughs> You're basically just child men. Well, right. Listen, let me start this this off. Right. So, um, I've got a story, I'm, by the way. I've no, got no, a story no. This is better. This is better. This is better. So, my essential tool. Um, so it's it's about it's just like super rod client tools type thing today, isn't it? No. So my essential. I was it not. <laughs> I am okay. not. Listen, it's just it's just whatever you want. My my particular item is is from Superbod, yes, but it's because so it's mine. Got a story, okay. So is mine, but yes. mine is actually not from Superbod. It's from Klein. Oh, I hard. Are you ready? Let's see it. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> I, mean, Listeners, I remember. I remember Malcolm gifting <laughs> that to you after finding out the knife, the knife fascination. That is a lagging knife, or not? So it's a Klein Tools. Uh, how would you describe that for the Klein listeners? Tools. Legit Klein Tools uh, lagging knife. What's what a lagging knife? What are you using that for on site? What, what are you going to use that on? Nothing. I, I <laughs> dare not take that out of the house for being foul of the law. Yeah, I think that could yeah, be a bit of a... But that was gifted to me by um, the head honcho himself, Malcolm. Uh, Malcolm Duncan, isn't it? Yes. Malcolm Duncan from Klein Tools slash Super Rods. Come on, that is the most decent thing I've ever been gifted. It is pretty awesome. But I just I find the whole thing, your fascination with knives, embarrassing. Can, can I show my shed? You can show, can you show your shed. You've shown it every week since you've done it. Come on. Yeah, we've seen this. Come on. No, once. but this is no. <laughs> and the, the, the thing is, if, if there was one person on this, on this show, I'd be like, what is he doing? Don't give that man a knife. He will run with that. It's, yeah, your camera's not focused now. I don't know what's going on. Well, I, I'll tell you exactly what's going on. You keep moving it. <laughs> well, you, you keep picking it up. <laughs> to it's like it amateur hour, isn't it? Yeah. I, well, I, I, don't, just... I don't really know how to do it now. Hides the haircut, though, so that's good. T yeah, turn it looks better, on, doesn't it? Turn it off and on. on off, off and on again. Uh, shall I get on with mine? Shall I tell my story? Or does <laughs> yeah, someone needs to. Go for it. <laughs> okay, right. Who's got one of these in there, man? The mega set. I know I'm away from the mic. Anyone got one of these? No. I have well, the smaller set. These two definitely ain't. Why not? I have the smaller set. Have you got Mark? I've got the smaller set, the basic one. The smaller set. So the only trouble with this, and I have said this, these tubes are great, 
but they're so hard to get apart. There we go. Stuck up my finger. So the actual, what I wanted to show you, I've done a video on this, by the way. We'll stick a link up somewhere, Neil. Yeah, back there. So when I've done a video, I talked about the rods. I didn't talk about this little set that comes with it, which is all the attachments, because I hadn't really had a chance to use them. But I'm going to paint you a picture. I was on a job in a kitchen, and we had to rewire one leg of a ring mate um, because it had gone down. Uh, I think it was a live to neutral fault somewhere, and the cable went under under the kitchen floor. They were falling asleep. Built an extension, yeah. And we couldn't get to the old cable anyway, so we had to rewire it. And they built like a little bit of a void wall that we could get behind. I had to chisel the side out. And we could see where we had to go, but there was no way of getting there because there was kitchen cupboards on the wall. So we couldn't go to the wall. It'd be above the ceiling, take a massive chunk out so we could get up and over. So I pulled this out of the van and this little thing here, let me show you. So this, this chain, <laughs> this chain I attached on the end of the rods. I poked the rods through and then I managed to get another rod with this magnet through the socket to catch that chain and then pull the whole set of rods through. Probably saved about four hours on that job and a whole lot of destroying everything because you could literally, you imagine that just dangles on the end of the rod. It was coming in. I had mm -hmm. someone else standing at the socket, see that chain with his rod come in, caught it and then pulled it out. And that's strong enough to pull right through. You get the chain through, grab the chain, grab the rods. Mate. That's pretty awesome. I must admit, that is pretty awesome. That's a cool tool. tool. Very for, for cool. Such, such a simple thing, isn't it? Just That's like, one of them tools. That's like, uh, one get out, I call them. And yeah. The one tool you use to get you right out of the shit and you go, that's worth it already. Mate, they've Definitely. got loads. Even like, do you know what that's for? This, li this little thing here. Can you see that? What is it? That's just a little thumb now for screwing into your rods to get all the grit out. So it keeps yeah. a clean thread. <laughs> that's that's thinking about everything, but there's loads in here that you've got a, a light and. But for that particular job, obviously you've got most people think of a hook, weren't they? Normally you'd you'd go straight to the hook. Yeah. You'd be trying to get the rods through, trying to hook that rod mm. and get that would have worked. The chain and the magnet, absolutely superb. Saved me so much time. Um, you can actually buy these now. So if you've got a rod set like yourself, Mark, you could buy this just the accessory pot. You don't need to buy the whole big set. Um, Where can you get that link. from, Ricky? <laughs> Supervod.co.uk, but we'll put a link down for the exact item in the show notes. We will indeed. That is an awesome bit of kit, I must admit. I, I like, like it. Things like that when you don't... I've never seen anything like that. I've obviously seen rods before, but the little attachments is what I really makes... Oh, we've got the belly holding going on there, haven't we? Sorry. <laughs> he's laughing oh, so much, on. he's got the belly holding. Oh. Speaking of laughing so much, I've never seen someone as excited as watching back episode. Was it episode four, the last one? Yeah. Yes. Just seeing someone so happy about measuring someone's head. <laughs> now, come on. What have we got next? What have we got next? <clears throat> Who's next? Me? Yes, why not? Right, okay. So I've got a tool. I don't have a lot of tools. I'm building them back up again, all right? <laughs> No, I'm quite pleased this one off a recommendation. Oh, um, never used it before, never bought one before. A bit before my time, these were really. A bit after your time. A Makita battery multi tool. Well, you're an idiot. I can tell you now, you're an idiot for buying Makita. Do I've got what, a do whole set of Makita gear, and I. Do you want me to tell you why? I, I will explain this to you very carefully. How do you set the speed on that? How yeah, do you set the speed? 
Hey, on this little dial here. And that's why that is absolute pony. Because on a default one, it's it's on the trigger. It's a variable trigger, so you can slow it down and speed it up just using the trigger. So when you, do you start here. doing, when you do plasterboard boxes, you can control it easier. Dewalt, hands down, do the best multi-tool. You're can I just say something? Let's move on. I, I put it on maximum. I a new charger I'd... just to buy one tool, will I? Well, I wasn't. Listen, I'll just put it on maximum and cut everything out. Yeah, but yeah, because you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you'd, you'd go to the wall and it'd be like... Yeah, that ain't getting changed below maximum, to be fair. Just standard. No. But this, I was, I'd never used one before. Um, I'd get some SWAs from outside to inside via some jiggery-ass pokery around some plasterboard in the house. And uh, getting in the plasterboard and also doing the steel, that was awesome. Awesome. Have you tried the half moon blade? Nah. They're, they're really good for cutting out plasterboard, I find. They're really good. Basically, I feel like you I feel like them along. control them better, yeah. Hmm. Well, I like this one, but I think the half moon on my ones, I'm not sure they said it's Show me. Hold on. Let's have a look at this. What, what, what have you done here? What's, show me. Bring it up again. Oh, it's, I, I, I thought it weren't quick release as well then. I was going to criticise you for it. It's not quick. No, it's, got it's, uh, it's um, Allen Key. So, you, so you've got oh, a quick no. release blade oh. with an Allen key. You mate, you've done this really wrong. <laughs> you can tell. You can tell you own a company now because I listen. that is. <laughs> Why well, is it a quick release? Back in the head as well. <laughs> this is it's there. Good for. Perfect. Where did you get that from? Nineteen ninety-five or something. <laughs> He's gone to a car boot, in he, and bought that. <laughs> Fucking What? Is that even a lithium-ion battery, or is it a NICAD? <laughs> wind-up one. Yeah. It's got a hamster in it. <laughs> yeah. <What>? <laughs> <laughs> Use an Allen key to change the blades on their multi-tool anymore. Listen, <laughs> this is the first one I've ever bought. Like, yeah, you can tell. That, that blade is going to be the every blade. I'm not... That is. I'm actually fucking is. pissed off now. That's just bollocks. Yeah, you've really <laughs> fucked up there, man. You've seriously, seriously fucked up. Anyway, does want to purchase this? Right we'll put, uh, yeah. Yeah. Right yes, please. Yeah, Sam, get, get the real one out. Get the, let's, let's talk about the... Uh... I'm a little bit embarrassed. You should be. But I've got a 250mm long head. <laughs> which we didn't still need to cover. Didn't, didn't use much of it without fucking purchase, did you? <laughs> I don't know why it is. Uh, Mark, let's talk about your your uh, tool of the week before we talk about... Hang oh, on, Sam, Sam's back. No, no, I want to I do Mark's first, then we could get into the debate of... Oh, look that's at not that. safe, that's not safe. I won't be using my <laughs> no, Why's that not safe? Dangerous. Listen, your Allen key will come loose every two or three cuts, so you'll be doing that up. How about when I bought a chainsaw, I lost all bolts in the side of the chainsaw within 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Every single has everyone ever used a train saw before? No. Nah. Uh, yes. Once. So you've got two. Um, you've got a tensioning uh, bolt that, ten that tensions the chain, and they've got two bolts that hold it all together. Now, for some reason, the one I bought, they weren't like you know, the <laughs> bolts that lock themselves, got a little rubber bit inside or spring washers. No, they weren't none of them. It's just normal bolts. Also, I looked down. There's no bolts. <laughs> Chains off down the road. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, uh, that's what that's what's going to happen to you. Hey, sorry. Just, um, Listen, oh, next, be next time before you ever buy a tool again, please. Sam ask recommended the that and gave me the part number. <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> no, I did not. I gave you part number to, to the to the blades. Don't to, to, buy to, 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 to the Statlin, why you lie, Mark? Save us, please. 
<clears throat> I have a, a Wii Talk driver, digital one. See Ooh, that? Uh, so I've seen these recently. Are they yeah. any good? They are good. Go so you got five newton meters. That's the reason I got it because I had the Wii one that I think it goes to three newton meters. Yes. So I, I had to get I had to get this one goes a little bit higher, and you get that digital adjustment so you can see exactly what it's set to. You know, with the with the when you're twisting them to set them, obviously it's so the it's, it's it's the batteries. Yes, that's the only. Sorry, it's a manual screwdriver. It's not like the speed one, which you push no, a button. Well, okay. That's that's it. It's just a manual one. The only electronic part of it is setting the actual torque level. Uh, you do have to send it back for a calibration every year, and they would change the battery at that time as well, because there's a battery inside that you can't adjust yourself. And Sam thinks it's very funny because he's listening to Northern again. <laughs> I think that I, I do think it's insane that it's got a battery in that you cannot change yourself. I, I want to ask a question. Yes. Have you sent it off for calibration yet? No, because it's brand new. I Do you know yet. how much the calibration is? I don't, to be fair. No, I don't know. And how much is that retail price approximately? Uh, it's about 140 quid, something like that. 140. So calibration really needs to be about 50 quid tops, doesn't it? Otherwise you're like... Oh. That's, that's the tricky sell in it, I guess. But I mean, again, mm. with what you pay for a normal torque driver, they're over 100 quid anyway, aren't they? <laughs> Easy. I can't, I can't I mean. remember how much mine was, but it's from CEF, so probably about thousand <laughs> pound. Uh, I got told recently that 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 tester bag I've done the the the, um, the Fluke MFT I've got in there. Um, it's, it retails about six seven hundred pound, but my company paid about eleven hundred quid for them. Apparently, I said, "Mate, you could have got a seventeen forty one for that. You could have got a real test kit." <laughs> Mm. Like, like my old one, not good, man. Yeah, confetti, isn't he? The Mega 1741, I think, retails about a thousand pounds. So, because yeah, six, seven hundred pounds plus the city inflation, which <laughs> you're mm. gonna call it. You know, when I was doing my apprenticeship, I remember my my boss telling me, you know, we'll never shop in cities because they're like they're like corner shop merchants, they just adjust their prices depending on who's shopping with them. Mm, mm. And I, I remember they've always got, got gear, don't they? They've always got stuff. Mate, we got they, they've got the l- best stock. Listen, I went in there the other day. It's tools and all on stock. When I was when I was in there the um when I was an apprentice, went in there, I needed a bending spring. Um and they charged me twelve pounds <laughs> for a bending spring. <laughs> Come pre bent. <laughs> Already had all the snaps in it. Three pounds. Oh. I remember we had to because, like, my company they had like, like my apprenticeship company had a little shop on the front. I used to sell like just like I'm gonna call them light bulbs because that's what everyone else knows them as all this lamps, darky, whatever. And we went to cities and we got a quote on like bayonet cab, Edison screw, a load of them. And I invoiced him like four times for the same thing. <laughs> What's you to keep invoicing? <laughs> what are you doing? And we spent about two hundred pound on just like these these lamps, you know. And yeah, to obviously get invoiced nearly on a thousand pound, it was like Rick. He came down, Rick. What's how much do they bloody cost? Like this, we can't sell them for twenty pound a pop to make up. But I don't know, mate. This is the quote. And so yeah, there you go. Uh, but all wholesalers are pretty poor still. I, I Great still, story. Just kicked over my multi tool. Right? Can we? Um, That's about all it's good for, mate. I'll just I stamp on it while you're there. Set it on fire. Let's not. Let's try not to have another hour and a half episode. But we, can we cover a bit of a topic that we've just been quite hot yes. on on, on social it. media this week. What is it? All right, Mark, getting all g'd up over there, mate. Sit yourself back down. <laughs> Mark's Mark's keen. Hey, listen. <laughs> <laughs> a little 
Louis Jig, the little Louis Jig. You can't, you can't stay sit down for sixty minutes and throw that out. Let's get on it. What? Well, fucking, it's, it's my time to shine, man. Huh? <laughs> I'm taking a back to him tonight. Yeah, rightly so, to be fair. It gives it rice large on the WhatsApp group, doesn't it? Yes, he does. He's a different guy, isn't he? He's a different guy. <laughs> a completely different guy. It's like he's had an allergic reaction tonight. It's, it's, really, fans, it's really hot in here. There's no windows on this shed. It's because you've got eight... your heater up on the ceiling like a madman. Isn't that yeah. what? Have you <laughs> seen where his heater is? See where it shows where your heat can you do that, can you? Yeah. Show us where, look where his heater is. It's not, <laughs> it's not, it's not turned on. I thought that was a TV. <laughs> It's a heater. Show me again, because now you're enlarged. Now I can see. Well, there's TV okay. there, and heater's on the wall there. How is that? That just looks like a TV. How's that a heater? I'm confused. You've got me, one yeah? as well. I've got one right there. You can control it off his phone. As opposed <laughs> to Sam, who just pisses height. himself when he needs warmth. Right, no, no, right. So I want to talk. <laughs> I want to talk about what was discussion earlier. So I'll put a tweet out going. Uh, the NIC, ERC are not responsible for the poor contractors on their books or the poor work was carried out by their contractors. Discuss. No, you didn't. Yes. You actually said, come on Monday Club and convince me otherwise. Which yeah, actually... everyone bottles it, don't they? Got no... They're all very brave on the old textbook, on the old keyboard, but they want to have an adult yeah. conversation. There's not many takers. I, I, I read that really well as well. I thought originally when I, I read what you wrote, I thought you were calling it the NIC. It's no. only when I sort of went down it about, ah, oh, we are see what you're saying. But for those that didn't, explain exactly what you meant by that tweet. So I'm getting more and more frustrated. Not frustrated, but it just it just grinds on me. The amount of people, uh, generally from the Holier Than Thou Club, that will just sit there and go, look at this, done by another another installed by the NIC contractor. Another installed by and showing shit work all the time. Like the NIC have got some magical wandering power to control their contractors and everything they do on site. I think it's just an absolute nonsense. And on the flip side, uh, you never see, look at this great job carried out by an NIC contractor. Oh, look at this wonderful workmanship here carried out by an NIC contractor. I just find there's a lot of NIC, I see haters out there but they don't, let's just put me right off. This Ricky just walked out with a, with a black cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's he doing? Some sort of warlock. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like there's a lot of NIC, EIC haters out there who just dislike the NIC because they're the NIC. And when you no, actually... Do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? They're not disliking it because it's NIC. They're disliking it because they feel that the CPSs have a responsibility to the industry that they're not living up to um, because you, I suppose you can look at it from a cold hearted perspective of the, the CPSs are a business and that's first and foremost, but they do have a responsibility to the industry and some people feel like they're not living up to that. Now I don't necessarily agree that it's up to the NIC to police the industry, although it kind of is part of their job, part of their description. Absolutely not, not, not their job at all. What are you talking about? So, to be a competent person, they have to check your work. Mm -hmm. Correct? Yeah. But remember, this is not a power subject for me. So, to, to be a competent person, you have to have your work checked. So, you have to meet a certain criteria, which they police. Correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, it's police, kind of they, their responsibility. They don't police, they audit. Are we being... Are, what is the difference? Uh, when you police something, you generally punish. Oh, you're odd. Um, so, <laughs> what's the terminology? What's the terminology? But you know, like, uh, 
it, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I do feel like they they probably could do more. But again, I don't blame them for all the failings in the industry. It is what it is. What is Rick <clears throat> doing? God knows. I think the cat's done a piss on his sofa. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely has. This is YouTube gold. <laughs> <laughs> he could have turned his camera off. He's got no idea that he. He's just he's getting. Basically, he's just gone yeah. like this and gone. That's <laughs> 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 pissed everywhere. <laughs> 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 oh, that's brilliant. No, but the CPS thing. Let's be let's be serious for a minute, and that's coming from me. Um, if you are listening, go and check out YouTube at about 55 minutes. You'll see Rick clean that piss off his sofa. But I'm going to stop talking because actually you two are the the experts in, on this panel of, of, oh. of hosts. I will um, call myself an expert. Well, you, listen, you yours are experts as they come. I kind of agreed with you on, on the Twitter thread, uh, Neil. And, you know, I think a lot of people throw, us, some, throw mud at the NIC because they're an easy target. They're not there to police the industry i don't think they're there to um accredit responsible people mm-hmm. uh, qualified supervisors badge up businesses and all the time we're chucking mud at them and highlighting all the, the bad things we don't like how many people are acknowledging loads of the good stuff they do um they do a lot of uh, fundraising for the electrical industry they have a lot of um quality technical documents they run training courses they do try and support electrical contractors in projects they're doing um, we can't just dismiss everything based on um, a few frustrations with things they do get wrong. Yeah, my opinions, my opinion, yeah, my opinions on the NIC. Um, I made clear a long time ago. I actually left because I don't like the domestic installer scheme. But that was that was all I did. I just I decided I didn't like it, so I did something about it. I went somewhere else. I don't like the whole mentality of um, chucking mud at things, especially from people who aren't necessarily members of the NIC. Yeah. Do you actually have any first-hand experience of what goes on internally at that organisation? To the, to the finest point of detail. If you're going to say something on social media that something's bad, I want to see all the evidence to back that up. Where's all the stuff that's good? Look, all their contractors that go out there every day that are producing shit up work that you're totally dismissing because you want to say, well, look at this here, that there's a load of, load of crap. And we also have to remember that the NIC have the biggest number of members in the whole industry. So there's a very good chance that any install you're going to see, good or bad, is probably going to be NIC you're not going to get a fair representation of the CPS's quality check-in based on that only. All of the CPS's have bad contractors within their memberships and all of them have good. And it comes down to individual integrity at the end of the day, as far as I'm concerned. It's a lazy argument. Um, and I think we need to move away from that. That's, that's my own personal opinion. I think it, I think it's bang on. And, and sort of the things that frustrated me, it was like, as the thread developed, the same people that were criticising the... Um, NIC for allowing bad work to put it roughly allowing bad work it's not like the NIC were ever allowing it of course they weren't when someone's doing a good job they, they never sit there and go look at this they, they didn't they didn't attribute to attribute the good work with shit to the NIC in the same way they attribute the bad work with shit to the NIC it's like the NIC they honestly cannot inspect every single job everyone has ever done it's ridiculous nor can Napier nor can Stroma nor can Alexa none of them can do that it's, a, it's just ridiculous to even expect that to happen and um, <clears throat> yeah, so that's my thoughts on it. To, to change the subject, sorry, I'm just going to give you because there will be people going, "What? What was Rick just doing there?" I think and we I, all know we know exactly what you was doing. Yeah, it. yeah. Your cat, look, your look, cat look, pissed all over your sofa, didn't he? Well, it was worse than pissed because. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
as we oh, know, mate, li- and that's an off stink as well. Li- li- well, that's what I noticed. That, I was like, <laughs> wait a minute, I know that fucking <laughs> smell. So, li- little tray behind this door, <laughs> cat behind me, <laughs> and obviously I've blocked completely blocked their way to the little tray. So, <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, mass kit- kitten one hundred and one. That that was, I think. <laughs> I should should have known better. So, what do you think um, about the? Uh... NRC responsible for their bad contractors? Are they the sole blame? Um, no, but I do think the complaints procedure, from what I hear, um, although Mark, you say it's been quite good for you actually, but from what yeah, you I did hear, say that actually, yeah. and I've had no involvement in it, um, it isn't great. <clears throat> I know they offer, last time I looked at Platinum Promise, uh, which involves sending the same contractor back. I don't see how that works. Um, you can't expect if a contractor's done a bad job. You can't send that same contract back, back to rectify, but at the same time, who right, do that send? Can I jump in on that? Because mm. as, a, as a contractor, I would hope that I would have the right to correct any mistakes that I made. Um, because I've got employees that may not act to, to, uh, to the best of what I would expect from them. And you know what? People have bad days. People have bad months. People have bad weeks. And I would hope that a reasonable trade body would go, listen, you've had a complaint. We're upheld in that complaint. You've got to act. You've got to put it right at your cost. I, I make mistakes all the time. My guys make mistakes all the time. That's just part of part of human nature. And I'm sure everyone on this call has made mistakes all the time. And so, would you want? I'm okay, sorry, you're not putting it right. Or would you want that? Hopefully, have the chance to go and put your stuff right that you've made a so mistake on. If you go and put your stuff right, who then goes and checks that it's been put right? I'm not sure in this instant. I imagine something would be, if the NRC is stepping in, there would have some sort of adjudication over the process. Yeah. I mean, listen, um, I really wanted to knuckle down something we spoke about a little bit on the phone, actually. Co-Electrical said about, what's Co-Electrical, wasn't it? What we're talking about? On, on Twitter. Twitter. Put, put, sorry, I don't help you, but you don't know what he said about um, <laughs> QS taking responsibility. It could have been. I don't know. I'll be guessing. I'm, I'm sure it was Carl Electrical. It's the same. Carl Dixon, isn't it? Carl Dixon, Dixon Electrical. Thank you. There we go. Um, I, I ain't got a tweet in front of me, but he basically said, you know, would you hold the QS of the company responsible for bad workmanship or words to that effect? And uh, the conversation we had was, <clears throat> obviously a QS will check more than NIC, um, but if you work for a very large company and you're a QS, I think... The responsibility falls on the QS depending on how much his power he's got to get rid of substandard people, if you want, whether that be people working for the company or subcontractors. And ultimately, if you've got no power to get rid of said people, then what's the point? What's the point of, as a QS, keep reporting people and nothing ever changes? And do you then start getting a bit downhearted? Doesn't it come back to license to practice argument? Like we should all have a license to practice, and if you if you keep messing up, then you have your license revoked. Or if you're not, you need to point your camera down a bit. Or sit up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I think that's a good. That is a good argument for the license to practice. But I just wonder, when all said and done, how many people will really ever get their license revoked? Because listen, no no one's turning up unannounced. Every, no. you know what I mean? how, how and that's the end of happen? that's the truth you know what I mean and I'm sure 99 like in the 90 95% of people act do the best they can every day right but if you're going to fiddle the system short of someone going 
doing an unannounced visit, which would never happen because you couldn't even possibly get her through health and safety or, or anything. Short of that happening, it's probably the best system we've got. And you've got to hope that the client or the management or the, or, or the end user votes with their feet, just like um, Mark did with the NIC when he wasn't happy with what he'd done. He, moved, he, he voted with his feet and moved uh, and changed, changed who his uh, membership scheme was with. Um, and you'd hope that responsible clients would see these things happening and vote with their feet and use different contractor. I've got a question for Mark about <clears throat> this. Mark, when you like, so obviously the NIC is the, 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 the number one recognized brand in the market, um, in the CPS market and in the electrical industry as a whole, how much did it affect you walking away from the NIC in terms of, um, Getting you know, work. working for estate agents and stuff like that because they they very rarely accept any other one do they 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 always yeah. want the nic and and stuff like that did it affect you in any way it certainly did that's that's a very good question sam and it's true it's the main known brand any estate agent or large commercial customer is going to know the nic are generally certainly facilities managers duty holders that's that's what they're going to ask for so it, it took a bit of convincing I sort of got a bit better at it as time's gone on. So it's an easier thing to approach and educate people around now. And to be fair to Mike Andrews, especially at, at Napit, he actually said himself he would personally deal with those kind of things. Certainly if it's contained in tender documents where it's stipulating the NIC, he'll actually approach the authors of those documents to challenge it. I'm not sure on the legalities of the way those documents are worded, but he certainly made the impression that it wasn't legal to stipulate the NIC in those documents. But I think it, it all comes back to individual accountability, doesn't it? We're talking about a license to practice, which is a separate issue to if the NIC are responsible for all the crap work that's going on. Um, I think that, that there is people who have serious questions about the domestic installer route and the number of people who are badged by the NIC via that route. And I totally can sympathise with it. That's the thing that I didn't like. Um, but that, that's not their fault. The system's been put in place through UCAS and through the government to operate in that way. It's not the NIC who invented it and put it in place. They are a business at the end of the day. They're not a charity. They have um, Electrical Safety Fairs or whatever it's called now. It's the charitable arm of what used to be the NICICs um, when it was a charitable organisation in the past. So we need to remember they are there to make money. And ultimately, a lot of the people who are going to bend the rules of this system would do it anyway. So whether, but, whether, whether we're going to be challenged, I mean, Neil's saying as a, a responsible employer, if he had a complaint, he would deal with it professionally. And probably the NIC wouldn't need to get involved in that process, Neil, I would say. You would just front it out yourself and sort it out with yeah, the client. But when they, when, when they are involved and this particular contract has gone out of business or been thrown off the NIC's mm -hmm. register, that's where issues start to flare up. But what do the NIC actually do about that, rectifying that situation? And my personal experience is they jump on it and sort it out. Because I think there's, there's eight, think... eight jobs I've reported and four of them, they've had other contracts put onto and corrected it. <laughs> That's good. And I think the other, the other big thing to remember with any CPS scheme, who do they work for? Who do yeah. they work for? Who pays them? Exactly. So it's very, it's very easy saying this and that, and they should do this for industry and that for industry. Um, industry don't pay them. People that work in the industry do. Um, I don't understand why they should. Why should they? Well, why? there's that argument as well. I, I get annoyed. Perhaps I, I, the fact I gave that, some feedback to the NRC. I was like, why... I'm a paying member. Why, why are you giving so much uh, information out for free? Mm. You know, I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm a paying member. I'd like to have some of that information mm. solely as a perk of being a member of the NIC. 
Now, I know we can sit there and say it's holier now, and you know what, we've got to, uh, we should be giving back. Yeah, you should be giving back to your paying members because we pay well, for it. Yeah, yeah, and that's always a fair point, and that is always this something is, people this is why, completely miss. This is why I try not to have an opinion on it because I've never had to deal with it in any way, shape, or form. So for me to have an opinion on it, I don't know enough about it, but I find the whole argument interesting because it's just another fascinating part of the electrical industry that's being sort of, that's like this, this position in, in the industry that people are all, all sort of circling around, moaning about different things. And I, I just like the positivity that you, that you guys bring around it. The, the fact that you're, you're adding some sense and logic to it instead of just moaning and then cheering and then having fans cheer your moaning about it. Mm. actually talking about it from a sensible logical point of view which is, I, I find it quite quite refreshing to be honest well it's uh, what mark just said there is bang on We're, people are, people are criticizing nic for carrying out legal stuff the route to the routes of qualification has not been decided by them it's been you say ucas and who was it mark uh, it's the UCAS registration system that all CPSs work to, but it's government behind <clears throat> it all. Where Pat P was so we're looking at the wrong. We're looking at the wrong, we're, we're, these people fundamentally blaming the wrong people. Mm. It's like they're working to a, a scheme that's well, set down it? to them from the government. Go it, and lobby the government. It's a common thing, and it's, it's like going back to the union thing where they're they're blaming everyone that works in the industry. It's popular, isn't it? It's so it's, it's so much likes. bigger than that. It's so much bigger than that. These mm. big companies that don't want to employ electricians, hence the, the whole Besner thing and getting metal munchers in rather than qualified electricians because they're cheaper. By thinking that that's controlled by all the foreigners, mate, that come over and take all our jobs, you're insane. It's so much bigger than that. You're just looking. And thing is, the, the people, you know, in, in our instance, unite the union, obviously. I see something earlier um, with the the cable joining thing, MVQ level three on cable joining and distribution there. Um, and it's like, you know, this, this deal was agreed with the ECA, the JRB, Unite the Union. But the fuck do they know about anything? What the fuck do you know? I know they're on the back of all your ECS cards. Yeah, we know we know it's linked like that. Um, but yes, they, they sort of pipe up fucking all over the place and they sit back and laugh. They sit back and laugh because they've got a load of people that, you know, like I, I just said, you know, the it's everyone else's fault, and it's 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 almost like Brexit, isn't it? It's like going, hmm, they're rising against us. They've got they're starting to realise what should we do? Brexit that'll divide them. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Well, and everyone's thing, just like <laughs> one thing. I feel, I feel like the NRC could do better. However, I think they could be more vocal in their um, in the, with, the, with the public and with contractors on social media, I think they struggle there a bit, and I think sometimes yeah. there's silence. Silence gives other people confidence to bash them, and I, I would just like to maybe hit back a bit and sort of nap it a great at that. Going no bollocks, we st I don't use that terminology, but in metaphorically, it's like no bollocks. We, we do this, we do that. We're proud of what we're doing. I'd like to see a bit of that from an NIC going. No, sorry, we're proud of what we're doing. This is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. But the re reality is, as soon as they pipe up, everyone goes. Oh! I remember about six listen. months ago, the NIC, we, we, I put something out there and said, like, "I'd love to see the NIC be more positive." And they they replied on Twitter and said, "Like, oh, we always watch this space." And before you knew it, within fifteen minutes, about hundred people jumped on it. Everyone trying to have a piece of it, and then they just fucked off. And I was like. Well done, well done, guys. Well done. The, the trouble is as well, like, literally, if you was in their position, would you bother engaging on social media? 
Would you bother? Do I need to? Does it, does it change the amount don't of need people? To, but I think it will go them? a long way to improving. Yeah. Like, uh, And again, we, we liken it back to the JIB. They don't really engage very well. Um, the NIC don't engage very well. The ECA don't engage very well. All, these... all the people that don't need to. Don't need yeah, to. Well, NAPI well, don't need to, but they've got that corner market. They're, yeah, but, but, they're but treating NAPI, their members with the utmost respect. And I think NAPI that's really NAPI are nowhere near NIC's level. They're nowhere near the top of that chain. But it's NIC. How many times did you see NIC governing body? <laughs> you know, when that's, you, that's, you, that's, that's why they're... It's actually written in the NetRail standards that you must be NIC, IC used, <laughs> approved. See what I mean? So why they've got all of that and why people think that, uh, which is clever marketing... <laughs> they could just sit back. Well, we won't bother. That one's going to touch us because well, everyone thinks that will run out. Oh yeah, and when it does, that is probably when you see, and that is when they'll fall from grace because you have people like Nappit that have been doing it from two years ago that will just over and go past them because they've been doing it, and then I see we go ah, and it's the same with wholesalers nice. as well. It would be nice to have like a bit of engagement from these like some might describe as monolithic organisations within the industry, like. Start rapport with, with 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 people in the industry. Start like answering questions. Maybe I don't know. Come on, Monday have... Club. Come on, Monday Club. Took the words out of my mouth, Eric. We've got a seat here I for you. It. Do you know what? It but was... in English, Mark. But in English. Yeah. Thanks. Yes. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but something like that. Well, or or do like a uh, an hour's question and answer. Once they do that. NRC do that on Facebook weekly. Yeah, it. yeah, it's happened to it. But it's it's it's. They're not really engaging, really. You know what I mean? They've got. No, a, you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's no face of it. I mean, yeah, there's no face of the NIC. There's no face of the ECA, and there's no face of the JRB. Uh, Mark, Mark Staniforth, is it? He's, is he left? I think he's leaving, leaving or left. Um, I don't know who that is, mate. Yeah, so he was like, then before that, was it Tony Cable? He was there in our Tony wasn't he? Cable, I know. Yeah, Obviously, so Dave so, Austin. And now, but, but one of the Stanley Falls uh, little protégés that he's brought in, he, I can't, forgive me, I can't remember his name, but he, he knows his shit. He's a great front man. I think he'll do some really wonders. And he, he's, a, he's a young it, fella. But... but yeah, but he's starting out. He's a young fella. And okay. um, I think if, he, if, he, if, if he's allowed to embrace social media and start, start um, getting involved and start pushing it back, because I'm just sick of hearing these people tagging NIC and saying, look at this, NIC contractor. And it, it happens oh, daily. It's such a dumb argument. It just shows you don't really know the facts about what you're talking about. You just don't You never know. see it from anyone else, do you? You never see it from... And that's not because the other schemes don't have bad people working for them. It's because they, if it's anyone but NIC, oh, I won't bother with that. Mm. I won't bother we... with that because that's not where the fashion hammer is. And yeah. realistically, how many times, like you say, and I know there was an incident of... A, 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 um, a one of the elect shows where they were turned up and is that what you were talking about earlier I know there was something about an elect show and they just got bashed and then they just left they don't go to them anymore they don't yeah. bother they just you know I just I won't bother them um, and that is not the way that was maybe the way that the industry was going two three years ago uh, maybe still the way some people are taking it but I like to I think, think because I think there's a fundamental shift in that's the way you just took over me. Carry on, <laughs> fucking dodgy, dodgy haircut bastard. Um, I know I like to think in a way this is maybe where EGTU are. We'll say actually we, we stand up accounted because of the way we completely approach things differently. Completely there's no agenda here, there's no yeah, agenda exactly. At all. No. And I think it's refreshing. Yeah, um, there's so no there agenda. Is a platform people can come on and talk without getting bashed, and we can have that conversation with anyone. Mm. 
Well, um, we will ask difficult questions. To our ideas. None of us are married to our ideas. No. Like, if you can change my mind, I'm open to it. Mm. And it's easier to change Sam's mind as well. Yeah. Just hold, hold him a bit of candy, and he's like, "Yep, yeah, right, go with that." What's candy? Do you mean sweets or chocolate? Because we're English. I mean candy. <clears throat> right. With um, with all that in said, anything else? Yeah, I have. Go on, mate. We haven't. We so before we wrap up, we need to announce the winner. The winner. Yes. Oh, so we we'll, we'll see if he's still listening. So no, who is the winner? Wait, but I think someone else is a winner. No, I disagree. Right. Well, where is he? Let me find it. What was what was the size of your head? Two fifty. Two, well, two sixty really. No, no, it wasn't at all. Uh, Three twenty. Two hundred and fifty <laughs> millimeters. How, how much? Two fifty mil. Two hundred, and there was someone that guessed two fifty. So we've got a winner. Yeah, yeah, that's but it. There's more than one. I don't no, think there is. I checked Podbean earlier. There was no guess, uh, nowhere anywhere near on Podbean. That's because um, Podbean, which is such a fantastic thing to comment on Podbean, you have to actually download the app. But there was some, there was some guesses on Podbean. Sign into it. There was there? some guesses on Podbean. Yeah, that's why I'm just saying well, that. So well, hold on. What if you about are listening, Joe Robinson guessed two fifty, didn't he? No, two fifty five. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go so on. if you are listening on Podbean, I did, I did see your messages. So I'm sorry, you're way out. Can we just have a, like, let's just do it one more time, just so as, like we can confirm it. I've had. Oh, someone's had a Turkish shave today. <laughs> I might have shaved five mil off. This, Come could, on. this could be... A... Mm, are we going against our own rules, though? No, I think we take an average of the two. No, I think... No, nah, I disagree. It was... I mean, did we announce the size of your head? We yeah. did. Yeah. Oh, we're done then, isn't it? You can't, you can't re-measure. You can't up. do this. Go up, up, you can't. up. No, this is not a thing. This don't count. Let's just see what Fresh Neil's head is. We can see what Fresh Neil's head is, but this ain't... <laughs> it's it's got to go thing. further up. No, it hasn't. Why, why are you just... Get me tits now. That is my hairline. Yeah. And that... Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Yeah, I can't yeah. see. You keep talking. I no, can't more. See more. 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 Yeah. Yeah, that's skin. I can see skin through my finger. No, up, up, up. That's it. Stop. Down a bit. 230 mil. Well, it's going towards my normal size, isn't it? <laughs> it's 250. We're Two all agreed. See, that's where you can't change it because now, now your head's smaller. You can't handle that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's got to be 250. <laughs> so, who's the winner on 250? Oh, it kills me to say this. Do you know, uh, I think it, a fellow, it, only a northerner can say his name. So, go on, Mark. Go on. Jay Beck. Jay Beck. Jay Mr. Beck. James Beck, guest of the show, way back on episode, I don't know. And no, a little no guest on uh, Backbox for a while, wasn't he? I think he turned up uh, to Rusty Backbox a couple of times. Yeah. He did. He, turned up at the, uh, he went Bad on the Rusty Backbox. We've got another Rusty Backbox episode sitting there, actually. Have we? We have. Episode six was done. Uh, David Savory said the audio was so bad. <laughs> I've not listened to it. He's sitting there for a couple of weeks, so that is a thing. That is a thing. We will release that soon. Um, so there you go. So it's Jay Beck. I, I'm a bit. I don't really want to send it to him, what, but I will. What, what was what was James Jay Beck's Beck first Christmas. first guess? Uh, Jay Beck two forty five. So he's there or thereabouts. Yeah, he's, he's one, isn't he? He's, he's one. He's one. The, yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, yes. Two fifty was his one, two, three, four, five, six guess. 
But yeah, he, he's won. He, he he cheated the system and won. <laughs> but I think what, I think that reflects more than us than him. Yeah. yeah. But uh, James, get in contact with someone. We'll get it sent out to you. Get in contact um, with me um, and uh, send me your address. Send it on whatever. You've probably even got my phone number. Send it to me um, and I will get it out to and we And we expect a photo on every social media one of your accounts tagging EGTE. Yeah, why not? Thank you. And Nipex. What did he um, win? Oh, yeah. Show us what you would have won. <laughs> what he did win. Your boss what he would have won. <laughs> this and a load of stickers. Wallop. Bosh. No, Nipex. <laughs> <laughs> Um, for, for, for the next competition, I think we should give away um, Neil's multi tool, but it, it, no one would bother. Anyway. No one wants it. <laughs> no one's ever. Unless you're going to give it to an electrician from 20 years ago. And then, we've got uh, another competition this week. Um, I've, well, we have got we have got a good giveaway. I can't release that yet. We'll have to start the competition next week. Okay. It's quite a decent giveaway, actually. Why can't you what? do it now? Because none of your hardcore listeners are listening now. Oh, the ones who just skip to the end. Yeah. <laughs> you can't, you can't do it at the end every week, and if it's everything, you know. We forgot to do the thing again, Rick. Like, subscribe, blah blah blah. Well, why are you so amateurish here? So <laughs> like and subscribe. I say it on all my other videos. Maybe I still need to. I don't know. Whatever. What's this? <gasps> oh no, we've got to put some thought into this, haven't we? We. Can't. I can't see it. Talk. It is a laser level. From general, but it's pretty decent. I've had a look at it, I've done a video review. What's the it. seven year thing on it? The seven, uh, seven year, year warranty, mate. Seven year warranty. Um, it's worth um, 100 quid. Um, it comes with a tripod, but you have to stay tuned for my unboxing video. Okay, so what's the competition to win it? Well, let's have a think about it and we'll start the competition next week. No, um, I want to start it now. Yeah, I want to start it now. The length of Mark's finger. <laughs> nah, that's <laughs> terrible. It's a bad one. Uh, listen, listen, if we're talking length, the volume of serious. Rick's head. The volume, the volume of Rick's head. I, only Joe would enter that. <laughs> um, well, I can't think of one. It, 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 we're going to have to put some thought into it because I ain't just given that away. So hey, well, I, I, I've how about got, this? You've got to guess what Mark can hit with three darts. That's a good one. Oh. That consumer unit, the heater and the floor. <laughs> we gotta guess what Mark, I took note. Would one of your sons be willing to do it, Mark? They would, yeah. We've got to guess that one of Mark's sons, what he gets with three darts. Done. Done. I'm <laughs> gonna save my idea then. I'm gonna save my idea. I had a really really quick one. It's not as good as darts stuff, frankly. <laughs> frankly, hey, it was like it was literally how many keys on my keychain. It's just that not as terrible. good. It's just not as good. It's not going to turn me into it. Kind of a dumb. Fuck. So, right, so there's, the, so there's the, for the hardcore uh, amongst you um, that are still listening at this late hour. Um, yeah, Mark, what, have you got a son in mind, Mark? I have. I'm thinking of Matthew, and just to give you a rough indication of how good he might be, he's six foot seven, so he can nearly reach the bar from the end of the hockey. End of the hockey. <laughs> Does he talk like that, you? That literally he means does. nothing with darts. I know this. I know that means absolutely nothing. I, I could literally, I could reach to put them in and I'd still never get 180. <laughs> Which I'll just add for anyone that don't follow darts is the maximum you can have. If anyone puts more than 180, idiot. You're automatically ah, disqualified. Ah, one, one guess. guess. 
per one person. Guess. One yeah, guess. Yeah, JB. One guess per person, and you get a chance to win probably the greatest giveaway from a competition Definitely ever. Definitely not. But we... Oh, no, oh yeah, that would be my multi-tool, wouldn't it? Yeah, you're right. That's such a bad choice. Such a bad choice. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's not even the best Makita you could have bought. No. <laughs> Let alone the best multi-tool. You ain't even got quick release. You make I, sick. I, I should have stuck with my um, electrical safety first, tell if your plug is uh, legally Listen, You've got to stop bringing stuff like that, man. You've got to stop bringing stuff like that. It just on my shelf. It's I was like... This annoys me. I've got, I've got, I've got a thing me. for you. Sorry, I've Dom. got a thing for you next week, Neil. I've got a little task for you. Go on. I want you to go out and buy an assortment. Come back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would need to go out and buy, spend your own money. Sorry about that, but you're rich anyway, so it don't matter. Uh, buy an assortment of them little plastic safety plugs that you stick in sockets that we always say you shouldn't use. And I want to see how many actually fit in your little card there. Because this, right. is, a, this is the debate, isn't it? That mostly, because they're, they're, they're of no British standard, most of them end up snapping and breaking off because they're not, they don't actually fit the fins properly. Yep. So I All think right. it'd be an interesting little thing to look at that. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, probably not, but you know. <laughs> Why not? Let's have a look. It's a common, it's a common Listen, thing. Right. Hours have we been recording for? No, not, well, it's not too bad. Well, we're going to go. So see you later, everyone. But yeah, the competition is three darts. Matthew's, uh, Mark's son, Matthew, is going to throw three darts and you've got a guess live. He's going to throw him live on next week's Monday Club. 180. TCL 1XR Red Cross Line Laser Package. See you later, everyone. Station.